Hey y'all, how y'all doing? I'm back again with another episode. This time with my friend, Sora, and travel buddy, Liz Hurd. I recently read an article that said that only 0.3% of architects in the United States are black women. 0.3%. I was shocked that so few black women were in this industry. What really amazed me was that I actually know one of them, and that's Liz. We've been friends since college, so she allowed me the opportunity to get some insight on what it's like to be a Black female architect in a male-dominated industry. In addition, we have a heart-to-heart laugh about Liz's dating life. Lately, when we talk on the phone, she shares with me the funniest stories ever. She always calls and says, Tracy, let me tell you what happened. Today was no different. We have a good laugh on this episode. And afterwards, she teaches me one thing. And that's don't let fine fool you. Enjoy. Hey, Liz. Hey, Tracy. How you doing? I'm doing great. How's your week been? Oh, it's been it's it's been a week. Um, yeah, it's been good. You made it through. Made it through. Ready for the next week to start. That's what I like about you. You, when stuff bother you, you just don't let it hold you down. It's like they you get can't. on my nerves, but I'm pushing through. Yeah, you <laughs> I can't, can't even worry it's about been... it no more. Right. So that's good. Well, I want to thank you um, for joining me here today on Everybody's Homegirl Podcast. Uh, I appreciate you, and I thank you for um, being willing to sit down with me. How long have I known you? I've known you, what, 26, oh, almost 27 yeah. years now? Yeah, easily, easily. Since UTA. UTA? Well, it was probably before that because um, I got to know you once I pledged Delta. But right. I knew you before that because you were... Um, office assistant and oh right at Lipscomb. popular I so I probably yes. looked up to you I'm like oh that's that girl she a dentist I want to be a too <laughs> <laughs> so almost 30 years yeah um, so you were my big sister you uh pledged me can we still say that <laughs> uh, yeah probably not. through the process gonna, yeah it's the yeah, process there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> Our steps. Our steps, yes. Our ceremonies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make it uh, legit. And um, I've known you. You, uh, We've just remained friends throughout the years. I've known you. You're an architect. You uh, volunteer with the Girl Scouts, your mom. And you want to be known as a granny. Most women these days, I want to be Nana or I want to be Glam Mom. You're like, call me granny. <laughs> and, and the reason it's granny is because I, I'll make the story short. So my daughter, I never had a grandma growing up. Mm-hmm. The grandma I had, I knew her for a little bit of time. She was sick. And so she lived with us um, when I was 12. And that was my mom's mom. And she passed away. And then mm-hmm. my dad's mom lived in Dallas. So we only saw her on certain occasions. And then she passed away when I was, I think it was like right in the beginning of college, maybe Mm -hmm. my first year of college. So I never really had that grandma, you know, like we're going to grandma's house. We hanging out with my cousins. We never had that. So Kayla, my daughter, she, um, her grandma was amazing. I mean, her grandkids could do no wrong, you know, grant and they called her granny. And Mm -hmm. so I called her granny and she was like the best person. This is Kayla's dad's uh, mom. Uh huh. And so she's granted, she's granted everybody. And so I said, you know what, Kayla, I want to be like granny was to you, to your children. So do you mind me calling your kids calling me granny? Cause I want to be like granny was to you. Mm-hmm. So to me, that, that to me is just like the ultimate grandma was how granny was to Kayla and she passed away when Kayla was in high school. Um, so yeah, so I said, I'm going to, granny's going to live through me. So I'm going to be I granny for, for my grandkids. I love it. I called my, my grandma granny and listen, mm-hmm. she was 102 when she passed and I 
thought she passed when I was five. I was like, right. yeah. So it's, I yeah. love that. And I love that you took ownership of that. You know, it, right. just because you're called granny doesn't mean you're not still young and oh, vibrant. Totally. I don't look nothing like no granny now. Come right. But, <laughs> exactly. uh, <laughs> We're going to get to that later. Yeah. But and, and I think too, and then too, also my son's grandfather mm-hmm. treat, treated Kayla because that wasn't, you know, I knew I had Kayla before I had Jacob. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I married into that family. And so he treats both of them wonderful, like nothing, even to this day, they still treat them so well. And I'm still close with them and how he treats Jacob. I'm like, I'm the same way. I'm going to be just like Papa. You know, I'm going to treat them because I never had that. And so Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure I want to be in my grandchildren's lives like their grandparents were. I love it. And it's just spoiling them. I mean, yeah, that's totally. I'm ready to go take them right now and bring them back to San Antonio. (laughs) They live in Houston. Listen, Kayla probably ready. Come get him, mom. No, she's like, mama put an Amber Alert out for you. And I was like, well, they're going to have to find me because I'm taking my baby. (laughs) You know, she's new. She's a new mom right now. They kind of. (laughs) exactly I love it so with that you are you mentioned your uh, daughter's dad and your son's dad but you've been married twice right and so um you're recently divorced we're going to talk about that later too but first what I want to talk to you about I probably told you this like at least four or five times now I read a um uh it probably was a meme or some article that I read and it mentioned the number of African-American black female architects. And so since I've known you, like when I met you, you were a student at UTA in the School of Ar- Architecture. And I think there were two at the time, you and Fred. Mm-hmm. And we just took for granted, like, okay, they're going to be architects. And so I've watched your journey, you know, since I've known, since, a, you know, pretty much at least a sophomore in college. And now you're a full-time architect you know like aren't you a, like a partner in your firm mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I just took for granted like that's normal and then <laughs> I read this stat that said there are only like 0.3 percent black female architects in the country like I'm just not even a full one percent you we're not even at 0.5 0.3 percent and I'm like well hell I know one of that's mm-hmm. Liz and I was just like that's dope. That's just dope as hell. Like it's sad at the same time that there are not many of us, but it's the same time to know that I know one of the few. I was like, man, my friends are the bomb. So can you tell me about that journey? Like what made you want to be an architect? Like how, if, yeah. if there are not that many, how did you even think to dream that you could do that? Well, and I think it was all of the mentors I had growing up. And I think that's with any profession. You have somebody who mentors you into this role. And so I've been knowing since middle school that I wanted to be an architect. I had a a, a teacher um, and he, we, the only classic, because I like to draw. So mm-hmm. I used to like to draw. So in middle school, they had what was called mechanical drafting. And so there wasn't like, it wasn't building. So you, bu- you, you drew like nuts and bolts and mm-hmm. pieces of machinery and stuff. So I was like, this is kind of cool. I'm like, I want to do buildings and houses and stuff. And so when I got to high school, I had a teacher, Mr. Moran. Oh my gosh, I love him to death. Um, he was, was an architect and he used to take us out to job sites. He was, he was actually an architect, so he did residential. So we would go out to the job sites. We would, it was a two-hour class. And so we would do projects in class and then he would take us out and see the work. So that there was kind of like, oh my gosh, this is really neat. I liked how we, we transformed it from what we did in the classroom and he showed us how it was being built. So then I was just like, this is what I want to do. And I'm type, you know, I'm a Leo. So I'm type of person where like, when I set my mind to it, it's going to happen. So, so I uh, went to UTA and, and it was funny how I picked UTA. So my older brother went to Texas Tech and I'm like, I'm not going to Lubbock. That's first of all, it's too far. There was nothing out there. And then my brother was there because they have an excellent program. Mm-hmm. I was like, no. And then, so I live in San Antonio. So UT was the next best choice. And I'm like, it's too close to home. I really want to get away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Arlington, UT Arlington had a great program. Um, so I was like, you know what? And then I had family up here in Dallas. So I said, uh, I'm going to pick UTA. So went to UTA, loved the program. It was a great, you know, experience because it was right. So I, I, I graduated high school in 91. So that was right before like computers were starting. So 
everything we were doing was by hand. So just learning those techniques from our professors, I'm so glad I learned from them because now all the students are doing everything computer. So it's more learning about software and having to do the software than the actual skill set of mm -hmm. drafting and three point perspectives and that kind of stuff. So, so I don't know, just having that journey, you know, through college. And then I think the biggest thing was, cause you know, I had Kayla my last year in college. And so I had two semesters left. And so with ours is their studios. And so you have to take one studio as a prerequisite for the next and you can't transfer those hours. So, you know, the studios have to be taken at UTA. Mm -hmm. So I had two semesters left and I said, there's no way I'm dropping out of college because I have a baby. So mm -hmm. stayed in, Kayla stayed in San Antonio. I drove back and forth between Dallas and San Antonio for eight months. Um, I went to, it was the spring. Yeah. Cause I stayed, cause I had Kayla in August of 95. I went back to UTA January of 96. So I went to that spring semester in the summer and then I graduated the summer of 96. And so, yeah. So what helped was I stayed in the sorority house to help <laughs> with Lanny. Um, and that was amazing. Um, so yeah. So I think just always having that mindset of I'm not going to quit this is my ultimate goal. I got to do whatever it takes to become an architect. And then the funny part is that, you know, now I try to tell students what to expect. Um, I do a lot of mentoring with high school students, um, just to know what to expect to get your license. Cause that's ultimately the final goal. Same thing like with doctors and lawyers and you have a final licensure that you have to take. Well, when I was in school, I didn't know that. I thought when I graduated, I was an architect. Child, mm -hmm. please. When they told me we had to take nine tests, so it was nine tests. They were the hardest tests of my life. And I, I failed structures two times. Because I'm sitting there going, this is stuff I'm not going to do. I'm going to have a structural engineer helping me. I'm never going to have to know this. So that was the frustrating part. But I passed that. So I got my license. And then um, still been at the same firm since 96. So I've been at the same firm from uh, for 24 years now. Um, worked my way from the bottom to the top. So when I first started there, I was the youngest one in the firm, 23 years old. And then now I have become a partner at the at the firm. Now, so. I love it. I was <laughs> like, "That's my friend." <laughs> Great about it is our company is amazing in the sense of they've always allowed us to grow. So mm -hmm. whatever you're willing to do, like there's no small project to me. So so when I first started, when I started there, there was it was again the internet was just starting. So um, Time Warner Cable, which is now Spectrum. Um, had started their, what was called the Roadrunner service. Um, and so it was their internet. So we had to do these 10 by 10 buildings all over San Antonio. So they were literally 10 by 10, no glamour, no nothing. But I was given that project and I was able to work with contractors, work with the owner. And there was like 20 of them all around San Antonio. It was either 17 or 20. There were so many of them, I don't even remember. But they were this project, it was just a different side each time. So me them allowing me to take that it allowed me to grow and on a small project to know how the city of san antonio works the permitting process you know all that good stuff so just as a person not always wanting to be in the glamorous spot i was trying to figure out how, what i needed to grow as an architect so i took some of the you know the the simple jobs and mm -hmm. the you know that because a lot of people i was like i want the ones that everybody wants to remember and i'm like i'll take whatever you know <laughs> i just want to get the experience so i think that helped and then like i said my firm allows us anytime you want to do a different project type we have like nine market sectors that we work in so i do mostly uh corporate offices so um so yeah so i think that is the biggest thing is having an employer who allows you to grow in the, in, in the, in the manner you want to, like, we're not going to put you in one area and keep you there. No, if you want to change, we allow that. So I think that's all has been the benefit for me. And then I'm, I'm one of those people who are like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I've never had a reason to leave. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, all the benefits, the salary, everything is like family oriented. So anytime you need to take off for the kids or, you know, school or anything. It's like, as long as you make your time up, you're good. So. That's good. Because I know it, it, your son is now in uh, college playing football. You do a lot of traveling. Oh, yeah. You know, to see I'm his gone. games, but you never miss a beat. It's like, oh, oh no. yeah. I'll work over, but I'm right. going to see my baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. So if I got to work late a couple of days during the week to take Friday off because we're going on a road trip or, you know, because you were my, you were my traveling partner. <laughs> Tracy was my traveling partner. We drove where we 
Ah, where we <laughs> was it Kansas? Kansas. Man. We drove to Kansas. That was fun we, though. The only well, thing that was bad was the rain. The rain. That made me. Well, happy. then we turned the snow too. Remember, it turned oh into god. snow when we got there. Like, oh my god. Because we were so last minute. I wasn't gonna go, and then I was like, "This is gonna be the game." Game Jake gets in. So and I it said, was. And it was. It was his first game. So I would have been so mad if I would have missed that. But yeah. So I thank you <laughs> for being my traveling partner. Listen, uh, I'm still there. The only yeah. thing gonna stop me this year, COVID. It's like exactly because we don't even know. Yeah, how yeah. this is gonna roll. So but we get that cleared up. Yep. back on the road <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, but I did want to ask you because we talked a little bit about um you've been there been 24 years and you said this year was the first year that you have not been the only black person in mm-hmm. your firm and I'm I'm glad to hear you say that it's been family oriented but have you ever felt like isolated like what does that feel like how do no, like, and you I guess, represent for the black people <laughs> well of course you know how that always is but <laughs> I've never felt any kind of racial inequality or anything like that in the firm I think the biggest thing when I first started was being young I think that was the biggest thing because what you got to realize is in the field when you're in the field you're dealing with contractors and most of the contractors are older um, they're older men. And so they come and see me like, who is this young chick coming on the job site trying to change something or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that was always the hardest. It was my age. Um, I guess being a woman in the industry, like I said, in, in college, it, it was always, there was always men. There was always hardly females in our classes. Now it has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the minority side has changed, but I know there's way more females in the industry than from when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it, it's changing. And I think I've never been in a situation where I have felt any kind of racism or oh, any that's of that. Good. Just, and it really is. I mean, I, I don't know. I've just really been blessed with great clients and great contractors. Like I said, I think, but I think the biggest thing is, is when you go, I think this is for any industry too, is you just got to prove that you know what you're talking about. I think when they realize that okay she's smart she knows what she's saying she's you know she's a team player we're all going to work together and I think that's the biggest thing that all of our consultants and clients we all work for the greater goal of the project which is making the owner happy making sure the project runs smoothly so I think just being that team player has been you know the benefit for me in the long run so yeah so I, I, I can't say and like I said with us hiring that new individual she's been great um yeah and then she's working on my team too so that's been awesome as well so you can mentor Uh, her yeah oh totally totally yeah so so I think it's it's really good but again I don't think it's because it wasn't like we intentionally haven't hired anybody there is nobody to hire you know what I mean so it's it's just now I think now in the industry we're getting more way more females there's a lot of females in our firm Mm -hmm. um with because we have okay I was just going to say, probably as a culture, we probably should, because I know tons of kids, usually, especially, you know, young men, when they're sitting in class board, they like to draw, and we don't capitalize right. on what they like to do. It's always about what right. we want them to learn, and I think we should do, a, right. um, like, expose our kids more, you know, like, right. you can be there. It's not that they don't oh, totally. to. Yeah. A lot of times, it's just that they don't know. Right. Well, and I think the biggest thing, because I've mentored a lot of like the lower um, economic uh, high schools uh, areas. And what I try to explain to children is the biggest thing is don't let math and the sciences discourage you. Because yes, you're going to have to take a class. I had to take, I remember this one class, um, analytical geometry and calculus. Listen, child. I'm going to tell you my um, story back then. Yeah, (laughs) it was horrible. I, I, it was just horrible. That's all I can say, but I passed it. I don't use any of that in the field. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to know how to read feet and inches, how to add feet and inches. And now I got to calculate it for that. But ultimately, you could be in, you could be on the spot and they like, Liz, we got to move this six inches. I'm like, fine, but I need 18 inches here. You know, those kind of concepts, that's all you use in the industry. Everything else, that harder stuff, you have books, you have calculators, you have programs that run that. You just have to know the basic concepts. And so that's what I try to tell the students is, yes, you're going to have to take physics. You're going to have to take those harder classes. Just pass them. Because when you get in the industry, you're going to be taught more stuff. And you don't have to use that stuff by memorization. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? 
you're going to have a book, you're going to have a calculator, you know. So I just try to make sure I tell the kids that is just pass it, just do whatever you can, but you still got to know how to draw. You got to have, be creative, you know, that kind of stuff. So I should have had you, <clears throat> we should have been close to friends my freshman year at UTA. <laughs> True story. I don't know if you know this or not, but I wanted to be an engineer. Wow. I, I didn't girl i i love watching movies and tv and stuff like that so i watched this movie called real genius when i probably in middle school and i was like oh i want to do that that looks fun <clears throat> so my high school had a vocational program so when we graduated you um not only did you get your high school diploma you got a certificate saying that you can either go to college or get a job in this industry. And I took engineering drafting. So when you say, said that you draw the nuts and the bolts and stuff like that's what I did. I know how to do lettering. I was good at yeah. lettering. Yeah, we had to do that just class on writing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I had A's and B's and stuff. So I could get to UTA my freshman year and I'm taking um, chemistry. It was English chemistry, geology, and analytical geometry. And it was instructional. Again, we didn't have the internet, so it wasn't, right. we didn't have online classes. Oh, yeah. Instructional uh, television. So you mm -hmm. went to a class, and you sat in a seat, but you watched the t uh, instructor oh, on man. TV. So I'm the type of person with math. I need a person. I need help because mm -hmm. I have questions. When I tell you I got uh, two Bs, two Cs, and two Fs that year, <laughs> I was like, oh. Maybe engineering is not for me. <laughs> right. But that's the thing. They don't let you know, like, yes, you have to know concepts, but mm -hmm. the majority of that stuff, you have programs that run those calculations. You know, I even took a, a intro to architect teacher. Oh, really? In the, um, I, that was the only class I took. Yeah, I learned about um, Frank Lloyd Wright mm -hmm. and uh, this building in Chicago. It was like these two competing architects and mm -hmm. one of them designed this building in the middle of New York, but the other one was pissed off. So he drew a building shape, like a, um, designed a building shape like a chair with its back to New York. Oh, to them. Or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. But I skipped mm -hmm. classes a, a lot, so. I didn't <laughs> yeah that's one thing i will tell you and you you can attest to this is it's a lot of work yes. college was a lot of work so there were times where y'all were at parties or whatever and they're like liz come on i'm like you like no i have to do my homework I yeah homework. i got projects mm -hmm. i may go with y'all once a month maybe once every two months so I, you, yeah, it's, 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 you be it's like, hard. I'm making enchiladas. Y'all come get some, but after that, I right. gotta study. After that, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> like, man, I right. love don't touch that, my though. models. And don't touch my models. Leave my models alone. <laughs> I remember though. Mm -hmm. So like, I just wanted you to know how much I admire you. I just well, think that I just can't get over the fact that 0.3%. So that's what I'm calling you now. 0.3. You are silly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want to move to the really why I brought you here. Um, not that this show is all about relationships because it's not. I think I, I'm again. I think what I want to do is just highlight my friends and talk about everything we talk about on the phone. Right. And a lot of things we've been talking about late lately is dating because you are recently divorced and you're back on the dating scene. And, you know, we've been friends for a long time. Like you said, we travel together, together. We go to football games together, but you've been in a relationship in that. But now you're right. single and you're like, Tracy, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, this is nowhere what I thought it was going to be, man. Because no. you got to remember, my mindset is back in the 90s. You know, that's yeah. the shoot. <laughs> because... You know, I want to say what, I can't remember all the dates of my marriage. I've been divorced twice, but they were long relationships. So mm -hmm. this last one, we were together 10 years, you know, so that's a long time. Yes. You know, things so change. Things change. Social media whole, is oh, cool. child, please. Yes. All these online, this, online, that, Instagram. I had Instagram just to see my baby's uh, football stuff. I've never posted one thing. I don't even know how to check that. You know what I mean? So, so that kind of stuff is just getting in and learning the different avenues and, you know, and then too, I think the biggest thing is the protocols on 
what's appropriate and not. And instead of just being able to say what you want to say, you know what I mean? It's like, golly, it's, it feels like there's games and, mm-hmm. you know, there it's are just absolutely still games. Yeah. And I would say one of your biggest, I think the thing that we talk about is the fact that there are still games and we are mature adults now. It's like, yes. why is it still like this? And I'm like, yes. no, I just know I'm that. Like, I want somebody who's professional, you know, on the same level, you know what I mean? And, and, and it has nothing to do with, with monetary, nothing. It's to me, when I say professional on the same level, I mean, you know, as far as intelligence, I want you to be able to carry company conversation. That's my biggest thing because what I feel like, because I go to a lot of events with work with all my volunteer, uh, you know, I'm in like probably three or four different volunteer organizations where a lot of times, you know, I hate going by myself. So I need to take somebody. Mm -hmm. So I need you to be able to talk. I I don't need to be babysitting you. So Mm -hmm. I need to be fine with, if we go, you can mingle with people. I can mingle with people and I got to worry about what you said. Mm -hmm. So that's my key is, can you carry a conversation? You know, so it has nothing to do with, I could care less about the job, you know, mm-hmm. you, you just got to be professional in my mind, you know, so, so I think, yeah, just, and then too, there are some standards I feel that I have. So what um, are they? Let's talk well, about the standards. <laughs> first of all, I, you really have to be attracted to the person, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you ain't got to be drop dead gorgeous, but I need you to be looking kind of cute. I wish you the know? people could see how I'm looking at you because... <laughs> First thing I hear from you, oh Tracy, he's fine. He's so cute. Oh my God, he's girl. I'm like, yeah, okay, get caught up in that fine. <laughs> Not that because no one wants somebody that they gotta convince themselves. Like, okay. yes, and I think that's what the thing is. Is I I gotta feel because I'm at the point now. I'm not gonna settle. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna settle for nothing. You know, I feel you on that. Getting too old, and I want to be able to this next person. And I do want to get married again. And that's one thing we always talk about. And you always, you know, I can't believe you, Liz. You still, because I really believe the last two men, they just weren't for me. Mm-hmm. They're excellent dads. Oh my gosh. They're all, all the guys that I have um, been around have been excellent fathers. They just aren't the right partner for me. And I mm-hmm. think that's my biggest thing is to find somebody who's for me, who cut for me, who I cut for him, you know, all that stuff. So I really do want to find a, a husband. And so, you know, like we talked about <laughs> the other night, I don't want to be the special person on the uh, obituary saying, the special friend. Yeah, here's her special friend in the front row. No, I want to say this is his wife, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, I'm going to have think... a special friend. <laughs> <laughs> I get too uh-uh. old. I'm like, you're going to mess with my retirement. <laughs> you, yeah. And that's another thing. Yeah. Whatever the next one, we're going to have some rules going into that, mm-hmm. you know, because well, yes, I 100% have no problem with a prenup because the problem is the person you meet going into it is not the same person you meet at the end. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not the same. You're not nice. You're not <laughs> nice at the end. So, so we're going to go in with what we brought, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then whatever we have together, we'll figure that the splitting of that. But yeah, but I don't want to go into it thinking I'm going to get divorced, but mm-hmm. that's going to be on your mind. It's because I've been through two and they weren't, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I do want to get married again, but. Yeah. I, and I, you know, it's not that I want you to say, oh no, I'm n- never doing that again. I just, I guess I'm, I'm always thinking about, I know marriage, any relationship is hard work and you invest time and energy in something and I can be like, I, cause you tell me all the time, Tracy, you so negative. I'm like, I'm oh, negative. girl, I gotta take your advice with a grain of salt sometimes. <laughs> because I, is, I just I wanna like, no, I because to put up boundaries, like, no. I, boundaries are one thing, but you can't go into it expecting the negative that you got previously. Yeah, that's that's the difference. So I think when you start out, until he shows me that, I'm not gonna expect it. That's true. That's the difference. I know it could happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know, because yeah, some of these stories we about to go into, it'll happen. <laughs> but I'm not going to start off thinking this dude's going to automatically cheat on me or, or like what y'all were telling me. And, and several people told me this. I'm like, I'm not believing it. Mm-hmm. Where he calling you boo and bae just because he don't want to rem- remember your name. No. Please. I want you to call me boo and bae. I not, want that. I want baby. Not and in the beginning. Sweetie. So, like, for me, let's just talk about terms of endearment. 
yeah. I'm not a big terms of endearment person. Like, mm-hmm. again, my family's just, we're not affectionate like that. But also, but I think I have issues with names because I don't even like people on my job. If you don't know me, don't call me by my first name. So maybe I have a name hang up. So they got to call you Miss Cass? Yes. I'll take Cass, Miss Cass, but Tracy is wow. something that my friends call me. And mm-hmm. you're not, you're not my friend. So I just, okay. I, I, it just bothers me. I overlook yeah. it. But in the back of my, in my soul, I'm cringing. Right. Like, uh. <laughs> so when it comes to relationships with guys, we getting to know each other. I'm not your baby. That's something that we've earned and we're in a relationship together. So to me, and I've learned through experience, most often when they're calling you babe, boo, baby early on, and we just now started getting to know each other, you calling everybody that. And you just trying not to, re- you can't remember my name. You don't miss it. I'm not going to believe that. <laughs> I'm going to accept the fact that this dude wants to call me this. Well, because for me. Didn't we ask Kato this question? Yes. And what did and he, he say? said the same. He said the same. <laughs> but I'm not claiming that, okay? So let me have my, okay. you know, glory over here thinking this dude, I'm the only one. Okay, I will do that. But then when you call me back and be like, Tracy. Tracy, he ghosted me. And you always say, that. Liz, I apologize. Yeah. We did. You never we... say, I told you. <laughs> I told you so. I tried to tell you, man. Yeah. But I do want you to keep your hope. I don't want you to, like, I I just. Oh, yeah, you're not going to steal my joy. Yeah, (laughs) I'll take your advice. You have some excellent advice at times. You really do. I mean, you're not going to steal my joy. Guard your heart. Right. It's yours. It's it's our job to. Well, because. Mm -hmm. Well, I was just going to say, because for me, and, and I think this is because I, you know, am new back to this dating thing is. I'm like zero to a hundred in the beginning. I'm all in, you know, I'm one of those people who were like, okay. And I, and Tracy can tell, I'll be like, Tracy, I found my new husband. Listen, that's what I was going to say. You know how many times this I didn't be my husband. This? <laughs> yeah. He's and my, she like, he's she just hang up on me. She hang up on me. Yeah. But for me though, but, but I think for me though, I think it's because I'm all in. And don't you want somebody who's all in in the beginning? Because I'm not one of those, I can't date multiple people at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, I, I can't do that. I, I never did that in high school. It's like, I need somebody to write me a note, say, will you go with me? Yes or no. <laughs> and then we dating. And all that means is we getting to know each other. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean, you know, we're having sex and this. And I just want to get to know somebody. Because how can you get to know multiple people saying the same thing because mm-hmm. I, I tried it because you know you you done told me liz you need a crew you need a crew of people i tried it child i was like i couldn't remember what i said to you. him did i tell him this and oh we already had this conversation and yeah. i'm like uh-uh trace i can't do it I what's funny is what's odd is i can't do it either that's why i yeah. just like i just let me tap out and sit back and chill yeah. out for a while I gotta have because it takes a time. lot of energy yes and and to me i feel like I'm not being sincere if I'm saying the same thing to every dude and, mm-hmm. and, and I can't be honest and I don't know. But again, I like, I'll, uh, you know, tell everybody, you know, you go into it thinking everybody's dating until you have that exclusive talk, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I know guys are probably doing it 100%. I have no problem with that because again, until we and say, you know, we dating exclusively, but I just can't do it. That's yeah. just. And, and my point with that is, guys date strategically I think you know some guys will you know do one at a time but I think what I've learned mostly is that they date like they're dating like I'm out and they don't even call it dating you know I have friends or whatever so you know and so until they and it's like a process of elimination or they're just getting to know everybody and I think we focus our energies on one person Mm-hmm. And hoping that turns into something more. And then when it right. doesn't, we're disappointed. So that's why I was telling you, you know, like, hey, you're the prize. <laughs> you go out there and, you know, get, you know, explore all your options. That's all I wanted. Because you've been right. in a relationship for, you know, 10 years. Just have fun. But know that, hey, I'm not going to sign up with one guy until I know. It's the right. right person. That's all I was right. trying to convey to you. But you were like, you're not going to steal my job. I'm focused yes, right here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, no, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. And then it's like, Tracy, he's, he was crazy. 
Yeah. And then we talked about the ghosting thing. Like that's the new, like that's the news norm. Mm-hmm. So I guess, so you don't have to have the conversation of I'm not interested in you or I can't take it or whatever. It's just, they ghost you. I mean, it's happened twice. I mean, literally. And the first time was like, who is this guy? He was really cool. We were, again, all these gentlemen that I have been talking to haven't had sex. That's not even an option. Cause like what I told all of them going into it, I'm like, I'm looking for a companion, a person. I got to know that we're going to be compatible we have a good time have fun sex will come later so that ain't even a part of my process going through this dating and every guy I've talked to I've talked to and they've everybody's been fine with it and so the, the the first guy oh my gosh we were having great conversation um we met up a couple times literally we texted I don't know what happened texted literally the next day I don't hear nothing <laughs> don't hear nothing next day I'm sitting there thinking okay you know, with this COVID going on, he has asthma. I'm thinking, <laughs> is he in the hospital? I don't, you know, I ain't the next to Ken. His friends don't know to call me. You know, so I literally was like worried for him. I was truly worried that something happened to him. Because again, you know, I'm thinking he got COVID. He in the emergency room because he had been talking about his chest been feeling tight. And I'm like, look, you need to, you know, slow your roll. I mean, you know, this, this COVID ain't no joke. And with people with asthma, y'all are the highest... God, just ghosted me. I'm sitting there. Where I'm sending texts. Please, just tell me you're okay. He's like, I'm fine. I just, you know, I just can't take it. He's, I don't know. He said some craziness. I was like, good. I'm fine. I'm not. I'm not bad. Nobody to be with me. I'm. Re- I was really concerned. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, but this is what you gonna do? You mm-hmm. just gonna ghost me? So I'm like, what? A-. So of course he texted later, like, oh, I apologize. Please accept my apology you know, that I just, you know, things happen. I just kind of got scared. And I was just like, I think I probably told that, you to block him. Just block yes. him. Yeah. yeah. And I did. I probably did. But, um, but yeah, I just, I couldn't believe it because with ghosting, it's just so, unsus- you know, you just don't ex- expect it. Mm-hmm. And I would rather you say, Hey, Liz, it's just not going the way I thought. I ain't gonna argue with you. Mm-hmm. I, First of all, I don't want nobody who don't want me. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine. If you out, I'm out. Right. I ain't going to force nobody. I ain't going to beg nobody. You know, uh-uh, it ain't going to happen. So, so yeah, I just don't understand, you know. And then, too, I've had to explain why I don't want to, you know, continue a relationship. I explained it. I just, you know, it ain't going to work. <laughs> but I'm not going to not call somebody or, you know, I just think it's the weirdest thing. It's, but that's like, that's what people do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, again, is, is that the new generation of kids doing that? And now it's no. went over to the grown folk? I mean, I think so. Like, well, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I know I've done it and it's been done to me. It's like, uh-huh. I just don't feel like talking to this person, but you don't really know what to say. But why don't you? Yeah, but you just say, I'm not interested. I'm not interested anymore. The conflict, I guess. Child, please. If you're going to argue with me, then, you know, I <laughs> I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna I said that to me. I'm not interested. And then, you know, you get a certain backlash, I guess, with that. Well, I guess I've never, and, and my whole thing is, is everybody who has ghosted me, I've literally sent them a text saying, hey, thank you. You know, it was a great time. I'm never gonna badmouth nobody like, you bastard. You know, uh-uh. it ain't worth it. It's not worth the energy. It is totally not worth the energy. I, like so. Now, I've had this, because um, this is online, this guy that I've met, and he, he was really nice, too. He was cute. We had been FaceTiming and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, that was unusual for me, like the FaceTime dates. It's like, okay. Right. My hair oh, I know. You always got to be good all the way to the end <laughs> of the day. So he had invited me, and this was my concern. It was like, you invited me to lunch, mm-hmm. you know, and so then it was time to meet up, and so I'm calling. He's not answering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and then like maybe two days after that or the next day he's like oh my bad you know I work late I fell asleep so I'll give you one time the second time I was like you know what you're just not interested right. <laughs> in me yeah because you you wouldn't you don't have the decency to at least how hard is it to send a text hey mm-hmm. I got something to do I'll holler at you tomorrow exactly and he did yeah. it twice so yeah. When he called back after that second time, I was like, it's quite clear you're not interested because, right. I mean, if you really want to get to know someone, you're not going to, you know, skip out on them on two dates. So right. I've done it that way. 
And so, but I have been like, ooh, let me just block his number because I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and it's not even that you it may not even be them. And that's what I do want you to know. You know, we've had those conversations. It's not you, it's them. And I think as women, sometimes we take it personally or we take ownership right. of someone else's behavior. And it's not, it's that's yeah. them. If you've been yeah. genuine and um, upfront about, you know, getting to know somebody and then they are disrespectful in that way, it's never you, it's them. Right, well, and I think too, it, it, and to add to that, it's more like what I have shown is not what you're you want. wanting. Yeah. And it's fine, that's totally Fine. You know, I mean, we all out here trying to figure this out together. Mm -hmm. So I'm fine with that. When you start getting to know somebody and you realize, eh, I don't know if this, I really do want to go down this path. So, so one time you said something and I cracked up so bad. It was so funny. And I'm going to say this so you can start, you, we can lead into the next section. Uh -huh. You said, after watching Harriet, you said, Hell, even Harry oh. Tubman had man problems. We ain't gonna never find a man. <laughs> Girl, when I watched that movie, I was crying. And everybody thought I was crying because it's slavery. I'm crying because she couldn't keep a man. <laughs> Harriet Tubman? That Harry man Tubman problem? was trying to get her freedom. And he was like, I'm just- And he left her. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't like, know if she was coming child. back. He thought she might get- Child. But he when he, he she came back, he didn't even, he was just like, holla. <laughs> He already had a new woman. He thought maybe she had gotten killed. Like she didn't get back. But what did she do? She kept on doing what she do. Yeah, she did. You know. So she I'm did. like, girl. That was so that leads me to you have the funniest dating <laughs> stories. It's like oh, the Chronicles of Liz. <laughs> you can't you can't make this stuff up. And so just talk about the, the online. So again online dating there's so many different avenues to use the different websites i don't think there's any one good one or better over the other i think it's the stuff that each app has that has benefits i guess mm -hmm. so i can't say there's one better than the other but i think it was literally like one of the first guys that i met and again like i said i'm zero to 100 and i hate to even admit this and i I, and the only reason I'm saying it is just because I don't ever want anybody to get in this situation because I totally put myself in a situation I shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I would, I would never, I would have like probably argued with my girls. You know, I got two 25 year old daughters. If they told me they did this, I would have been like, what is your problem? <laughs> but because like I told you, don't let fine fool you. It's y'all. This dude I met on this website, I, I actually was in Houston. So I live in San Antonio. I was in Houston for an event. And I was, you know, I was bored. The event wasn't until the afternoon. I actually had to do two events that day. So one was in the morning. One was, I had, it was like around five o'clock PM. So in the morning I'm on this site. So you get all these notifications, right? That somebody liked you and this. And so let me preface this. So on these sites, I only entertain the guys who like me. So I don't like liking people and then they don't like me back. But then I and the thing like, what's wrong? Why don't he like me? You know, so I wait for the guy to like me, and I like him, and then we start talking. So this guy likes me. Oh my gosh, y'all. When I say this dude was gorgeous, he was six seven. He looked like uh Dwayne Johnson. I mean, gorgeous. When I say gorgeous, I mean this dude was gorgeous. So again, I go through this. Now I have a little more stringent background check, <laughs> but I would do like, okay what's his profession so he was in the military i'm like okay he can't be too bad he's in the military because you know they got background checks and all this and, you know so everything and then we were talking oh my gosh we were talking so good and you know everything was going great so mind you i met this dude it was a saturday saturday morning like say nine o'clock so we literally texting all day go to my first event we text and we text him so he lives in a city that i have to drive through to go back home so he's like hey why don't you swing back through when you drive back home and i'm like it's going to be late when I get through because I got to go to this second event. He's like, it doesn't matter. We can meet up somewhere, whatever, whatever. This is way before COVID, okay? Way before COVID. So I was like, okay. So go to my second event. I said, but I'm not going to get there till like 10 p.m. And he was like, fine. So we met up at some one of those, I don't know, it was a movie theater, video game place, bowling alley, like thing, okay? Meet there. So I get there. He gets there. We're like talking, hanging out. When we get there, the place closed at 10. I pull up at like 9.50. <laughs> like, 
well, what do you want to do? We need to go hang out or whatever. He's like, why don't you come back to my house? So what do I do? Sure. Okay, mind you, I literally just met this dude. Just met this guy. I'm sitting there thinking, but yeah, we've had so much good conversation, you know, all this stuff. I'm like, I got my gun with me, you know, because I travel with my gun. So I'm like, okay, it's fine. And then he said, we can just go have drinks. I'm like, but I don't drink. I said, I still got to drive home. I do not drink and drive. He's like, well, just come back to my house. We can just, you know, you can drink sodas or whatever. So we go to his house. We go to his house. So I, when I get to the house, I put the gun in my purse just to make sure. I was like, you know, just because I carry my gun in the gun case. So I'm like, I'm not going to walk into a dude's house with a gun case. So I said, I just put it in my purse. So I have my purse with me. So we get to the house. Oh my gosh, we had so much fun. He had it. This was should have warned me. Now, again, I'm gonna preface this story by saying he was nothing happened. I was never like in danger. I didn't feel like anything was gonna happen, but it was the fact that I put myself in a situation that could something bad could have happened. Mm -hmm. Even though it didn't, it could have. When I look back now, I could have been in the back of somebody's trunk right now, you know, and y'all still ain't found me. So I, so we go over to his house. So he had his whole house. The backyard was, he had these hammocks on the backyard. He had like lights strung around his um, fence line. Mm. Total bachelorette. That's just <laughs> the first one. Like this dude be entertaining people, right? But again, this dude fine, y'all. Like, oh, she look good. So, and again, I told him, I was like, we ain't having sex. None of this. Are we just going to sit here? He's like, oh no, Liz, we just going to talk. We going to have a good time. So he had made, like, we hadn't ate, and I had been driving all day. I hadn't ate nothing. He's like, oh, I had made some stew. And that's nothing. He had kids. His kids had just left back to college. I'm thinking, he got to be a good dude. He got kids in college, you know. He's like, I had made my son some, I think it was stew. Yeah, because he said he was going to make me some cornbread to go with the stew. So he done made some stew. Oh, my gosh, y'all, the stew was good. And here go Tracy. When I tell her the story later, she's like, Liz, he could have drugged you. He could have put something in that food. Again, I'm not thinking that. I'm just thinking I'm at this guy's house. He's gorgeous. He can cook. He got nice little ambiance in the backyard. I didn't drink nothing because again, I got to drive home. So I'm like, okay, so we eating, talking. He got the little music going. Girl, the food was so good. Y'all know I can eat. Food was good. So then, now granted, he been drinking, but I haven't. So then I'm done eating. So we sitting on the couch. So he tries to, you know, try some moves on me. I'm like, look, I told you. I don't want to drink. I said, I don't want to have sex. I said, I think I'm just going to go back home. He's like, no, why don't you just spend the night? So what do I say? Sure. Literally, y'all, just telling this story, I'm like, I was so stupid. Again, nothing happened, but it could have. So mind you, I told y'all, he's six, seven. Like he's a, he, he was in the military and he's a trainer. So he's, I'm telling y'all, he looked like the rock. He was buff, big. So I'm only 5'7". So he's a whole foot bigger than me, but his body mass is so big, right? So again, he kept on trying something, kept on trying something. And I was like, look, dude, I said no. Girl, he looked at me. Why the hell? He went off on me. And I'm just like, my eyes, like, this is the point. I was like, what have I put myself in? I'm like, this dude gonna kill me. <laughs> and he and literally all he did was he just like like he got pissed you know like and I told him I was like I, I already told you I ain't trying to lead you on that's why I didn't want anything to happen so he was like just go you know because again he, he had me upstairs in one of the separate bedrooms so I said I wasn't going to sleep in his room his room was downstairs and I was upstairs so he goes off to us so he says I don't remember what he said he goes to his room and shuts the door so now I'm sitting on the couch now and I'm like what now my, by this time it's probably one o'clock in the morning so I'm like what do I do? So I go upstairs. And again, I had brought my stuff in already. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I said, and then, oh, that's what it was. I forgot this part. So earlier, he was talking to his homeboy on the phone. And mm -hmm. I could hear he had headphones, he had the headphones on, little, little earbuds. He was talking and talking. I'm sitting there going, why this dude on the phone while I'm here? I'm kind of like, okay, whatever. He was talking to this dude. So then I'm sitting there thinking, again, this is my crazy, because you know, I watch Criminal Minds. I'm like, <laughs> this dude brings some other guys over and they like try to gang rape me up. You know what I'm like? Oh my gosh, I done created a situation in my head. Now granted, like I said, he never did anything. He never threatened me. He never called me out my name. He just was mad, right? 
And so I was just like, what could happen? So I'm like, I done put myself in this position that was horrible. So again, one o'clock in the morning. So I go upstairs, I just pack my stuff. So I come back down and, and mind you, he had an alarm on his front door. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, damn, I can't turn that on, but he hadn't turned it on. He just locked it. That's what it was. The bottom lock. So I could unlock it, but I could still lock that bottom lock to where it could still be locked from the outside. So I go knock on his door. I'm like, hey, he didn't answer. So I knock, I kind of open the door and I can't remember his name. And I was like, say, I'm about to go. And he didn't say nothing. So I just walk out. I just get in my car. I'm like tiptoeing. I walk out, get in the car, go home. I'm like, oh, thank you. I didn't averted, you know, like a kidnapping. But I'm like, stupid stuff. I'm like, I totally should have never put myself in that situation. And normally, like, when you meet new people, you'll tell something, like, you'll tell me, like, hey, I'm going to meet this guy. Yes. Y'all didn't know where I was. You didn't tell me that time. I know y'all tricked I would have been like, don't do it. Exactly. (laughs) But, and again, because, you know, I share my location with you and Mm -hmm. Misty and my kids. So I'm like, if some go down, at least they'll be able to track me, you know. But I'm still <laughs> yeah, but then know. it's too late. Like we want to prevent. <laughs> exactly. And I totally again, that he was fine. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't gonna let fine fool me no more. But I'm again, nothing ever happened. He never. And then this is the funny part, though. This is the hilarious part. So I literally sent him a text in the car as I was driving away, saying, "Hey, I truly apologize if I ever led you on or felt that I led you on." You know, but I just didn't feel comfortable staying there. I just went ahead and went home. Mm-hmm. Girl, do you know this food and sent me the video of me leaving his house? <laughs> you know, his cameras. Yeah, he, he's like, look at you sneaking away. I'm like, I wasn't sneaking. I left willingly, you know. So You would could have been like Keisha in the shot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I could have been in somebody's basement. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you don't think about all this stuff. And, and for me, I think what my problem was, I just take stuff for granted. I think everybody's a nice person. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, oh, there's no way he's been so cool on the phone. No, you, like, it goes back to you saying, you got to have some sort of guard up to where you got to think the bad stuff. And like, I tell my kids all the time. And that's why I would have never, if my kids would have told me this, I would have been like on the ground crying probably because you just never know what could have happened. Mm-hmm. And so just making those stupid mistakes like that, you know, to where, you could, you know, you think, you you don't think it's going to happen to you, but it totally could. It if, could. You know, yeah. Okay, we got time for like one more story because they are, okay. you have tons. They're funny. I'm like, listen. I'll give you another kind of good one. This is kind of crazy too. So talk to this one dude. He calls me at like one. And again, now this guy I had known for a while. It, I didn't meet him online. I knew him, right? So he was a friend of mine from high school. So I knew him. And this dude gonna call me up and ask me, can it was like one o'clock in the morning, if he can bring somebody to my house. Now, mind you, I'm thinking I'm, I was half asleep. I was like, what are you talking about? And he, child, he wanted to have a threesome. <laughs> I said, what? I said, Wait a minute, let me let me get some context. Yeah. So. Had y'all been talking about? We have been talking. Up? Yeah, we have been talking. We have been out of, again. All this is pre. No, no. I mean, had y'all been talking? Had y'all planned to see each other that night? No, or was this just no. a random phone just call? Random about the phone call. Yeah. Now we had, you know, been on dates before. I he'd been to my house before that kind of stuff, but never this, right? Mm-hmm. And when he said he wanted to do something, I said, "What? What? Hold on." I sat up in my bed. I was like, "Hell no!" And then he, I hung up on him child the next day he blew my phone up trying to tell me i promise i i was just joking liz because but what I, my, my message to him was if this is how you think of me get rid of my number i said because if you're gonna ask me and i'm old school you you know you think of me as a hoe you know i don't know what they call it now you know but it's you probably gender fluid fluid sexually fluid now it, you, some child, stuff is acceptable I think Mm-mm. more for young people, old school. We like, ah. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. And and so I told, but I said, this still is still too think. like that should have been a conversation y'all probably sh- should have been ongoing. Like that's why I was asking, like, hey, like, y'all is this been a talking fantasy? about this? We ain't said nothing about nothing. And I was like, dude, lose my number, you know. So I was just, I was in total shock. And of course, he's like, oh, this. I was joking, this, that, and the other. And I'm still friends with him now. I mean, now we do not. I mean, total friends. We do not talk on that level anymore. And I already told 
told him, uh-uh, I can't do that. I said, if that's your mindset, the biggest thing that popped in my head, I was like, you have, you know, you have children, the girls. Why would you want to be with another woman with another woman? I mean, I don't know. I was just, girl, I was just in full shock. So yeah. So that dude was out. But what I want to talk about before we got, so now I have been talking with this one guy. This is what we, we talk about too. So again, it, I'm not going to say it because if he hears this, <laughs> like. been, yeah, we've been talking for like three months now. But the funny part, me and you have talked about this, Tracy, is the fact that sometimes we don't know what good is. Yeah. And so we sit here and think like he's like moving a little slow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, Liz, that's what men are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm, we so used to, they want to do this so early and this and that and that. And we literally, because now this is now COVID time. And we've been talking for like three months, literally FaceTime and talking. That's it. We've seen each other twice, you know, but it's been cool just because we're really getting to know each other and, you know, just really connecting on that level. And it's not rushed. And, and like you were saying, it's like, we don't know what good is because we've been dealing with these crazy dudes for so long. For so long. We don't know when what it, it feels like when somebody yes. actually treats us right. And, and they like, treat you right. And, and that's we why think something's he, wrong with them. He moved with them, Yeah. Or me, I'm like, why are you not trying nothing, you know? <laughs> and so, and I'm just like, and then, so when he called me boo and babe, I love it, you know? Well, that's so, different. That's been like about three months. I can get that. But, you know, we've been talking for a week, two weeks. You calling me boo, babe. You, <laughs> that's some bullshit. And I ain't, mm-mm-mm. I can't stand yeah. it. Good morning. Hi. It's game. It's just game. Yeah. And yeah. don't get me wrong. I think you have to start out at some level. But if it never progresses beyond that, and so I, yeah. it's not like I'm gonna shut them totally down when I right. get a good morning text or a good morning call or hey, babe. Yeah, yeah. But I will ask, please call me my name. You See, know, I good morning. Like, so my- it's just a, yeah, just it, it's a caution because yeah. I'm like, ain't no telling who else you texting it. Telling that, yeah. Show me. Well, and like I said, yeah. this new guy. Oh my gosh, he is, and he look good too, y'all. Oh, <laughs> he, he look just good. I don't, but he look good. <laughs> but he treats me good, and he's so nice. And, and, and I think the biggest thing is, like, I always tell him, I was like, you make me smile. And so that's what I want. I want somebody who generally, like, wants your goodness to happen and wants you to feel good and have a great day. And, you know, and like I tell him, I was like, he makes me smile. And so, yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see how this goes and lasts. And, you me know. too. I'm yeah. living through you. And that's yeah. all I've ever wanted, even in my horrible guarded (laughs) shut them down advice my only thing is just give yourself time to see who people really are let them show you who they are because people show us we just want to ignore it because we you want to believe the best in people and it's not that they're bad people but bad good people do bad things bad things yeah and so you know me i probably got a you know a burglar boy around my heart don't do that (laughs) That's not good. Oh, no, I ain't going <laughs> to yeah. just do guard it, you know, and yeah. let him earn it. You know, that's all I'm saying. And he has to earn, you have to earn his affection too. You know, so right. to me, I know people are like, oh, she old school. No, it's, it works both ways. Right. So oh, totally. that if like, if it doesn't work out, then the one can't thing I can say about you, you move on pretty, you, like I'm not, there's no dust under your feet. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that though, because even with all your funny stories, <laughs> this comical day to life, <laughs> you never give up hope. And yeah. I think that's what's important. Right. So, but don't let fine fool you. Don't let fine fool y'all. I'm telling you. Oh, he was so cute. Yeah. And then the ones who got accents, that be fooling me too. You know, I love me some accents. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> so... In the, like, I always ask my guests, well, I'm learning to ask my guests, of course, mm-hmm. you all, I'm still new at this, but mm-hmm. um, what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for in life and or what are you grateful for in the dating process? Um, I think in life, just being grateful for, I think friends and family. I mean, just, you know, going through this whole COVID thing and, you know, I think it's just been hard that, you know, I've lost some people and then hearing about Chadwick Boseman dying, I mean, it's tough to think that there's so many people out here that you're you're wasting time with. And I just am so thankful that my children, I got three amazing children. Um, I have great friends. And even with y'all up, up in Dallas, you know, 
I could call y'all like three months ago and call you right now. And I know if I needed something, y'all would be there, you know? Absolutely. So I think, you know, friends and then my brothers, my mom and dad are still alive. You know, they're doing great. So I just think having friends and family during all this time, it has realized that, you know, I, I, I don't want to take that for granted, that I appreciate all the time I have with my friends and any opportunity that I can have to spend with them, I'm going to take it. I'm not going to just be like, oh, I can see them tomorrow because mm -hmm. that's what happened. And real quick with my aunt, my aunt passed away um, and we had in May, right when, you know, COVID was kind of in the heat of it. Um, my aunt was in her nineties. My dad is 86. And and I found out my aunt had been kind of sick. And so I told my dad, my brothers and I were like, hey, let's just go see her. We don't want to wait until something bad happens for all of us together. So we went up in May and oh my goodness, we had so much fun seeing her. And then she passed like two months later. So I'm just so glad we took that opportunity to see her. So to me now, anytime I get a situation where I could go hang with somebody or see somebody or tell somebody something, I do it because I don't want to take for granted. I never told you that I loved you or cared for you. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay. So what are your guilty pleasures? Or what so, is your guilty pleasure? So for me, like, like we talked about with work, you know, I wouldn't say my job is stressful, but it's, it's a lot of work at times. And when I come home, I don't want to think. I want to come home. So my thing is I watch movies. So I binge watched Prison Break. It was 90 episodes. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was so good. So I do stuff like that. I'll binge watch anything. And I love binge watching because you can go to the next one next. You know, I ain't got to wait a week, yeah, you know, to see it. So I did that, the shy, you know, oh, that was awesome too. So yeah, so I just love watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, don't feel bad. You know, I watch Love After Lockup, so. See, <laughs> I don't do the reality shows. I'm not really into the reality. My brother got me watching, what was it I told you? The Love, um, love, is, blind. love is Blind. Yeah. You need to watch Tiger cool. King. Oh, I saw that too. <laughs> oh my goodness. That, that was, was hilarious. Yeah. Okay, so what is your theme music for your life or what is your theme music for your dating life? You can give me both. Yeah, both. So I would say for life, I love this song. Whenever I need motivation, it's a, it's a song by, I think his name is Kevin Ross. It's called Be Great. Mm -hmm. And it's basically a song about everything you do, you got to be great in. And oh, so I okay. really feel like, and I send that to my kids, especially Jake Game Day. I try to send him some motivation, something just to get him pumped up. Um, and then for, for dating, there's a song by Ella May called Naked. Mm -hmm. I love that song because to me, well, and it's not about being naked. It's about, can you love me naked without everything? Just can okay. you love me as me? And so that's how I feel is, can you love me for what I got, regardless of all the outside interruptions that no matter what happened, I'm, I'm your person, you know? So yeah, so that's, 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 that's what I'm looking for. That's what I want. You're going to get exactly it too. Oh, I know I'm I know getting it. Will. I don't know how long, but all I do know on one of these dating sites, there was some dude who liked me was 80 years old. I don't know if I'm going to be 80 on a dating site. Listen, but if I'm still single at 80, I'm going to be out there on the dating site. No, if we single senior. at 80, we're going to be in Florida, the Golden Girls. We're going to have our own on the but beach. I'm going to be Blanche. I'm going to still be kicking it. I'm going to be the, the senior living facility. We're going to yes. have activities. Yeah. Oh, my niece the other day, you're going to have to take me and Mr. Charlie. To feed yes. the ducks. <laughs> like yes. And I already told my children, y'all not gonna leave me in a corner somewhere. Don't push me right. in no corner. Exactly. I to put me by a window at least. Put I me need. by a window so I can Exactly. You know. So we're gonna live. I'm gonna live till I I can't live no more. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, for I'm gonna sure. live till I die. <laughs> well, I thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. Again, I have laughed, I, and I'm going to keep saying how much mm -hmm. I admire you, not just oh, because you, you are 0.3% of female <laughs> black architects. I'm going to put that out there again, just because you're a really genuine person. And I think that's why I get so protective and want you to guard your heart, because you, you're straight up, you know, you're genuine, you let your guard down, and you show people who you are from the beginning. Right. But I want you to know that everybody's not that genuine. And that's the right. hard part is trying to figure out who's going to be as genuine as we are when we approach relationships. But I know right. God has a blessing in store for you, not just um, in your work, but in your dating, but just in your whole life period. Because, right. you know, when you love him, believe him and you're doing what's right, 
and you giving your all, he's going to give you what you, you asked for. You know, right. it may not look like what you think. Right, for sure. It might be fine. <laughs> right, and I'll take it. I'll take it. It might know. be it might be a different kind of fine. <laughs> but I, like you, I do believe that God gives us the desires of our heart. So he's going to give some, us someone he, we're attracted to. Because I think people have us believing that, oh, he might, like, he might, he has to be ugly. And he does not. Right. <laughs> he doesn't have to be ugly to be a good person. Not shout out to all my ugly people, but no, I'm just <laughs> you know, no offense because somebody looking at me like, no, nah, how you can, how can you talk? But I can't. So anyway, with that being said, you know I'm gonna have you back for something else, but I don't know. Of course, of course. So it out. And thank you again. Any final comments? No, just don't let fine fool you. Amen. <laughs> Bye, Liz. Bye, Tracy. <laughs>